You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back to an instant reaction podcast following fall camp practice number 13, I guess. Um, David Lake joined, as always, by Gabby Urrutia, and we are recording on the iPhone in the car. Uh, So audio quality, that's why. Um, But yeah, I guess the big news to touch on uh, today is, is... uh, it appears that Miami's running back depth is taking a hit here at this stage of fall camp. Uh, Don Chaney has sustained an injury. Mario Cristobal confirmed it to the media following um, Friday's practice. Did not want to go into details about the injury or how long he would be out. Um, but my understanding from talking to people sounds like it could be a while. Um, I think maybe best case scenario back at some point in the season, but I think that's still to be determined. So hopefully for Don's sake, who's definitely been through a lot here in the last year, hopefully wish him, you know, wish him the best and a speedy recovery with whatever he's dealing with. Um, But I want to take the conversation here, Gabby, running back depth, where things stand right now. So right now in terms of scholarship running backs, we have, uh, Jalen Knighton, um, Henry Parrish, and Thad Franklin healthy. Does that make you nervous? Um, if all three of them stay healthy, uh, I guess there's no way to predict that. I think I'd be fine with it. I mean, I think those are, I mean, those are three backs that you know. Again, I think you feel okay. You got to kind of feel okay going to war with those guys. Um, it's not the ideal situation, but again, just from like an overall talent standpoint. I feel like I'm okay with those two guys. I think Henry Parrish and Jalen Frank uh, and Jalen Jalen Franklin, Jalen um, Knighton. Um, you know, I think those are two quality backs, especially just in the ACC. And you know, I think that those two could give Miami a lot. And then that Franklin, I mean, we've talked about the benefits that he could have. You know, in terms of just being that bigger bodied guy, that short yardage package guy, maybe the goal line type. Um, so if those are the three that you're rolling with, I mean, I guess it's better than what they had last year. Again, maybe not ideal. Uh, but I think you got to kind of be like, all right, I mean, this is what we got and feel okay about it. Don't feel great about it. But uh, if, if it's, if, if, if those three remain healthy, I think Miami will still be okay. Yeah. I'm a little nervous about it. Not going to lie. Just from a depth perspe- perspective, like I, I believe in Jalen and Henry in particular. Um, but Miami's already down to three running backs here and the season hasn't started. Um, and, and look, everything I'm hearing from camp is, is Jalen Knighton's looking good. Henry Parrish looking good. Um, so, you know, in a vacuum, I guess things are fine. But that position is such a physical position. Going into a season with three scholarship running backs, not ideal. I will say 
and, and we'll see if if Miami, you know, we'll learn what what they think about these guys. But I I do think walk on Davon Perry has some talent. Um, I think he showed it in the spring game. So there's something there. And then also too, if if we're looking at other position groups, you know, I I think Brashard Smith might make some sense. To give him a look at running back, he's kind of got that running back build a little bit. Um, he did some wildcat looks at the high school level, so maybe because the depth is what it is right now, that deserves a look. Um, Miami will scrimmage on Saturday afternoon, uh, so stay locked on to InsideTheU.com as we get some updates from that when it all wraps up. Let's switch to recruiting, Gabby, because you've made some rounds here in South Florida. Um, You and I both, let's just go in chronological order. So you and I both went out to Miami Palmetto High School um, on Tuesday to check in with Robbie and Bobby Washington, Miami commits. Uh, As we checked in, there was rumors swirling that they were going to decommit. They were looking around. Louisville's making a run. All that good stuff. What's the latest there? Because things apparently have even changed since we talked to them on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, you know, their initial reaction just that Tuesday, um, you know, kind of publicly wanted to state that they were going to officially visit Louisville. You know, that was something that they were fully intending on doing. Um, You know, we talked kind of off and, you know, he was they were just they seemed to be open. You know, they wanted to kind of put it out there that they're going to go see Louisville and um yeah, so again, it seems like that's changed. I know that they, I guess Bobby Washington, the linebacker, spoke with uh, Manny Navarro of The Athletic after the Cardinal Gibbons uh, jamboree on Thursday night and told them that, uh, you know, that they weren't planning on visiting Louisville anymore. And, uh, you know, just kind of looking over the Washington social media post, it seems like there's been a push to make sure that they stay here at home. So I'm um, not sure if they go on that Louisville trip. Maybe they, maybe things maybe things change down the line um you know because this is recruiting and things do change often um so we'll see if any other visits pop up or if they you know kind of circle back on that um because it, it did seem like something they're legitimately interested in doing on tuesday so i does i guess right now they're not taking that visit but um you know that was kind of the word coming out of miami palmetto on tuesday and uh, yeah i guess things have since changed yeah, I think that's just how this recruitment's going to go. Um, so buckle up, Robbie and Bobby, um, in terms of following that recruitment. Um, we'll see. We'll see if Miami can make it so that they don't visit anywhere. But I'm kind of skeptical on that. Still a long ways to go till December when those guys can sign. Uh, on Wednesday, we went out to Miami Central to watch Ruben Bain. Very impressive defensive lineman. Um I was blown away by his technique, his get-off. He's, he's just uh, polished. Like you, you just don't normally see defensive linemen at the high school level like him that are so polished in all those areas. So very impressive player. Definitely a guy I think Miami needs to, to land in this class. Uh, but from a recruiting perspective, what's the latest with Mr. Bain? Yeah, it seems like he's taking things slow. Um 
you know, did say that he's talked to some people in Coral Gables and of course they would like to get him on board and uh, have talked to him about the impact that his commitment would have on the class and all those types of things. But he seems focused on his senior year. Um, he's going to be at Miami's home opener against Bethune-Cookman. He said he could also check out games at Alabama, Oklahoma, Auburn, Florida State, and then also through in Louisville there as well. It's a school that he's, he's actually already visited. So, um, again, I mean, he's kind of maintaining that he's taking his time and that he's in no rush to, to make a commitment. It doesn't sound like, at least currently, it doesn't sound like one's going to come during his senior year. I think it could be closer to that early signing period, uh, you know, in mid to late no, uh, December. Uh, but right now, you know, again, he's kind of saying, you know, he is saying all the right things about Miami and the relationships that he's built there. Uh, you know, kind of his conversations with Rod Wright. Uh, you know, he def- he's definitely a guy that wants to come off the edge. And, uh, you know, Rod Wright, the defensive ends coach, is his point of contact. So I think that that tells you that Miami definitely sees him there. David, I think just kind of looking at him, I mean, kind of gives us a Keem Mesador vibes in, in, a, in a way. Um, so, you know, I think that that's a, I think that's a role that they could potentially sell to him, you know, over the course of the fall, once uh Mesador starts making some noise for the hurricanes on Saturdays. So again, I think Miami's really in there, but it sounds like he's still pretty open-minded about, about some others as well. So we'll see how this recruitment continues to develop and, uh, you know, progress over the next uh, few months. All right. And then, as you mentioned, you were out at a jamboree at Cardinal Gibbons, um let's keep it on recruiting for now the recruiting buzz with the players you saw there and spoke with there and then after that we can go to performance who who impressed you but uh i'll let you take this wherever you want to take it um how about the recruiting buzz yeah, I'll start with 2023s and uh these guys actually weren't uh they were they weren't playing but uh a few of the American Heritage guys went over to watch the 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 Jamboree at Cardinal Gibbons so caught up with uh with Damari Brown, the top 247 cornerback, uh Ohio State commit Mark Fletcher and Ohio State commit uh and five-star wide receiver Brandon Ennis and uh Damari Brown is someone that Miami's been recruiting for a long time. Uh got him on campus at the end of July for the pool party cookout deal that they had here, which is a big deal. They got him on campus for Legends Camp. Uh that's a big deal and he told me that he has an official visit with the Hurricanes for September 23rd, which is his bye week uh for American Heritage and you know he said Miami's recruiting him harder than anyone else he was he was out there in a miami t-shirt so that's always that, that's always good uh, a good sign so feeling pretty good about where miami stands with damari brown right now it sounds like he could probably get up to florida state as well for um, for a home game and you know clemson's another school he talked up uh, oklahoma was a school that he's kind of talked up in the past too he kind of said they're fading and admitted alabama is probably running in that third fourth range so um you know i think miami's in the better half of you know what he probably thinks to be like a top three he said he's starting to narrow things down so i think that's a pretty big deal um mark fletcher is a name that i know miami fans are always really curious about especially given the running back situation uh you know christopher johnson is the name to sort of know there right now but uh kind of talking with fletcher uh he was actually wearing a miami beanie at the at the, at the game and he says that he's still hearing from kevin smith and you know people at miami every single day and he's having he's having conversations with them every single day um i think that that's a a good sign and you know just kind of it sounds to me like miami's kind of you know definitely circling 
back around and you know of course you know the situ- the the running back situation is interesting 28 of the top 30 are already committed elsewhere so i know mark fletcher uh, you know didn't necessarily say that he's really giving the idea of flipping any thought he seems pretty content on that ohio state pledge uh plans on getting up there soon uh so but i think uh you know mark fletcher is definitely a name to just continue to monitor and you know he's saying all the right things in terms of his relationships and you know how strongly he values those so that's interesting uh talking to brandon innes again locked in on that on ohio state uh i do get a feeling you know kind of asked him like you know maybe if mario cristobal came in a year sooner if that would have had more of an influence i think he kind of you know, in a way admitted that it might have, you know, if there was just more time here, if he would have maybe had a chance to see his offense and what would that, that was going to look like. And of course, Ohio State's an offense that sells itself with, uh, you know, with the way Brian Hartline develops those receivers and uh, CJ Stroud and Ryan Day and how what they do at quarterback. So, um, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, again, kind of says that he pays, he's going to pay attention to Miami and all that type of stuff, says he still regularly hears from them. So uh, that's probably the bulk of the 2023 scoop. And then, uh, you know, two of the nation's best 2024s, Jeremiah Smith and Josiah Trader, were playing for Chaminade Madonna. Um, Jeremiah Smith said that he's going to be at the Miami-Florida State game on November 5th. Um, Josiah Trader said he's going to watch Miami play, but he's going to be in Texas A&M's recruiting section for that uh, September 17th matchup in college in College Station. So a good opportunity for Miami to, you know, play in front of, you know, one of those elite uh, local five stars uh, on the road. Um, so, you know, definitely a, a, a great opportunity there for for many reasons. But uh, Jeremiah Smith says that he has great relationships with everyone on staff. He loves his Miami staff. I think bottom line for him is that he just wants to see Miami win. I was just like, you know, what does Miami show? I need to show you this year. And, and, and really, it's just they, they need to they need to string together some W's and show some some legitimate progress. Uh, Josiah Trader is another one that had spoke really highly of Miami, but wants to see them take that next step as a program. And, you know, he has great relationship with with uh, Josh Gaddis and those guys as well and you know the rest of the Miami staff so Miami doing a good job with those guys early but definitely got to prove it on Saturdays and I think that's a you know obviously what's next up for Mario Cristobal when it comes to this recruiting operation all right and then performance out at this jamboree I'm gonna hold you to two guys you have to give me only two guys the two best who balled out there yeah, uh, I mean, I, I would think, I would think, I think it's a two 2024 guys, but I'll talk about Robbie Washington because he's the Miami commit. Um, kind of had a slow start to the day, uh, kind of took things into his own hands, uh, almost returned to kick all the way to the house, so got about 80 yards downfield before he was knocked out of bounds uh, by a Cardinal Gibbons defender. Or actually, no, it was against Shamanad Madonna in that first half, so did it against a, a, a pretty big big time program and you know nearly returned it so uh, and then he took a a slant i think it was like a 60 plus yard slant kind of caught it in the middle you know kind of had two defenders on on him threw him off and just kind of ran down the field by himself for a touchdown so a lot of the yak uh you know yards after catch yards after contact um those types of things robbie washington but put on display and definitely showed some of that you know killer mentality that instinct a uh, high level competitor i thought he was really really good um, on on Thursday night, and then I mean, I, th- I I guess I gotta go Jeremiah Smith here, man. He made one of the most ridiculous catches that I've seen a receiver make uh, in my time. You know, watching South Florida high school football, just kind of went over the top of a defender and just kind of plucked it right over him. I mean, just really, honestly, just a really really big time play. He has such massive hands. He's long, and he's still kind of a pup, just kind of now going into his junior season. So a lot to be excited about about Jeremiah Smith. I think both of those twenty twenty fours lived up to their five-star billing on on thursday night so um you know overall uh big performances all around
All right, good stuff, Gabby. Appreciate everyone for listening. Um, again, trying to just do these instant reaction pods here during camp because it's nonstop. It's every day. We love it. It's just hard to organize kind of a long-form podcast. So we'll get back in, into that rhythm here once practices become more of a regular, regularly scheduled deal rather than every day. And uh, appreciate, appreciate everyone for listening. Until next time, take care. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.